Hello, West Rutland. You're now listening to Golden Gossip. In this interview, we talked to Miss Dutton about the West Rutland block party. What were you at the block party for? I was helping with um, the junior class fundraiser. Did you visit any vendors? If so, what was your favorite? I didn't visit any vendors. What did you think about the block party? It was a nice um, community event. Lots of different people, different ages from the community were there. Have you gone to the block party before? No. How many years have you participated in going to the block party? One. (laughs) (laughs) Who did you see helping with the block block party, students and teacher-wise? Like names? If you can name a couple. Well, I saw um, some people from the sophomore class and from the senior class. They are doing fundraisers as well, along with the junior class that I was with. Welcome to Gus's and Michael's Sport Podcasts. We are interviewing some of the girls from the West Rutland Varsity Soccer Team. Today we have... Hi, my name is Ruth Petit. I'm number 16 and I play on West Rutland Varsity Soccer Team. Alright, today Ruth, we're going to ask you some questions. Okay. What do you like best about soccer? Uh, I like seeing my progress slowly get better, and I like seeing the improvement. Alright. What goes through your head when you're on the field? Um, if I'm being honest, I kind of just forget what I'm doing. Okay. (laughs) How do you think your team will do through the season? I think our team will be strong and continue to win. What are your hopes for the soccer season? To win the championship. If one player on the team is having a bad day, does it affect you guys' game? I think it definitely can, but we all try and keep our attitude to the side and stay a positive team. We are here with two more girls from the varsity soccer team. Emily Trippenier and Olivia is here. What do you guys like the best about soccer? Probably getting in shape. Yeah, that, that's it. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Maybe the team dinners, because, like, free food. Yeah, team dinners are fun, and team bonding. Okay. Getting to see everyone every day. What goes through your guys' head when you guys are on the field? Excuse me. Um, sometimes they're frustrating thoughts. Other times, it's more like, uh, well, you can't really, rush. yeah, you're really in a rush. You can't really think. It's more like a do, like you get the ball, and then you look for another person. Yeah, big adrenaline rush. Like, as soon as the game starts, you get all these exciting thoughts about what you're going to do, what your next move is going to be. What are you guys' hopes for the soccer season? Winning the ship. Yeah. Is that all? Yeah. Yeah, and maybe beating Proctor. <laughs> okay, if one of your players has a bad game, does it affect all you guys? Um, It depends if it's a bench player or one that actually plays. But if it's one that actually plays, then yes, it does. Mm-hmm. It really depends on the person, because if, like, 
Anna or Peyton is playing bad, it really gets in our heads to that if they're playing bad, then we really have to step it up and sometimes we can't. Hi, my name is Connor Riley, a senior in the class of 2022, and this is Senior Spotlight. I'll be interviewing various seniors throughout the year about their journey through high school, challenges they've faced, and where they think life may lead them next. With me today is Jaden Jurassic, an on and off again student of West Rutland who has returned to finish his high school career with us. How's it going? I'm glad to be here and I'm glad to be back at West Rutland. Uh, I've never done a podcast before. This is my first time, so. As many um, of us have never done it. Um, so, why did you come back to West Rutland? So, it was, basically, it was a long story, but to break it down with you, um, there was some family stuff going on. And my mom uh, and her boyfriend wanted to move away, and they wanted to go move in Georgia because of a job promotion. And I had the choice of going either with my mom to Georgia or spending my last year of high school back in West Rowland with my father. And I chose the latter, and I think I made the right choice. I'm glad that you did. It's been pleasant having you here. Uh, do so you've spent a bunch of your high school in different schools, you know. Mm -hmm. Do you have any favorite memories from high school, whether it be? Um, so the high school I went to was a high school in Massachusetts. It was Agawam High School, uh, right off, right outside of Springfield. And I'd say my best memory from that school would probably be being on the track and field team, mm -hmm. um, going on the bus rides, going to different meets, uh, spending time with all my friends. I was probably my best memory, but I also have a really good one where I was in districts for chorus and we got to go to a big college called UMass. And we actually got to sing uh, in a, a t auditorium with over 200 students. And we just sang the same songs and it was awesome. You showed me a picture of you dressed up as Dorothy. Yep, uh, yep, yep, yep. I'll get into that. That, is, uh, that was a play production that we made of The Wizard of Oz. Uh -huh. in last year and we did that because of covid we couldn't go to concerts we couldn't do any events so we decided to do a virtual play starring me as dorothy in a wizard of oz outfit that sounds amazing um so this year what classes are you most interested in or excited about so the number one class i'm probably most excited about um is probably either financial literacy or the class I'm taking right now, forensics. I'm like incredibly into um, criminal justice, criminal psychology, um, sociology. So forensics to me is one of the one of like the base points um, in learning that type of material. Also, financial literacy is incredibly important in any yeah. anybody's life. So I think that's what, another thing I'm excited about to learn because you don't really you don't really the impression of financial literacy is not really brought up much um, until later in your life. Mm -hmm. So I think that would be very enjoyable to learn. Yeah. Um, I think you uh, mentioned a little bit about this in what you just said with forensics and criminology. Criminology? Was that it? Criminal justice. Criminal justice. That's 
much Criminology more. is also also another field too. Oh, okay. So you're on the right So, are you planning to go into all that stuff after? Yep, I'm planning on going to Castleton. Um, I'm going there for a, um, a bachelor's degree um, in criminal justice. Um, it's it might take two to four years. I'm not sh- I'm not sure the exact details, but uh, law enforcement. I've always been heavily um, influenced by my stepdad. Um, uh, he was a military officer for um, multiple years. Um, he's now out of out of the army. Or um, he was actually in the Marine Corps. My bad. But uh, I think that's a big a big step. Yeah, I actually also have a father who was is ex Air Force, oh, so wow. I can kind of relate there. Nice. Um, but I think an important thing about being a senior is that you've learned throughout your high school career, you've changed, you've adapted. So if you were to give advice to a younger self or maybe to some of the younger uh, listeners, what advice would you give? All right. Um, some advice I would give to my younger self is I had a huge problem with viewing myself in the eyes of others, right? I was always insecure about you know how small I am, how smart I am, how good was I at soccer? How good was I at at uh, singing? And my advice would be to just stop thinking. Once you start thinking, <laughs> not not in the realize, not in yeah. the realization that you're not thinking, but just stop thinking about what other people think. I mean, that's the biggest problem. I think you just got to go with the flow, and see what comes naturally to you. You're not gonna be the best at everything your first try. That's impossible. You know, yeah. you just gotta give it your all, and if it doesn't work out, you keep trying. And that's my advice to my younger self because my younger self, I got into a lot of, I got into a lot of, um, I guess, depressing moments in my in my mm. high school career because I just didn't, I just didn't think hard enough. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, as just an additional question uh, that I will be including, and in, I think every single uh, senior spotlight is, how do you think about the eventual heat death of the universe? What do I think of? What, how do I feel about it? Um, you know what? I am. I'm quite uh, contempt with it because you know everything. I feel like everything you know has to come to an end. Nothing's gonna last forever, but uh, when the death of the universe eventually comes, um, I won't be there to see it. I don't think any of us will. <laughs> but uh, when it comes, it comes, and there's nothing really we can do to stop it. But uh, that's how it man. It's a real issue in our current situation. Anyway, uh, I think that's all the time we have for today. So, hey, Connor, thank you for having yeah, me. It's thank been, you for. It's been uh, quite the enjoyable experience. Yeah, thank you. No problem. I'm here today talking with some of our high school students at West Rutland about what they do after school. First, I'm here with Ariana Coombs. So, Ariana, what do you do for work? I work at Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. How often do you work? During the summer, I usually work four to five days a week, but since school started, I only work one day a week. Yeah. Is it stressful trying to juggle school and it's work very, and other extracurriculars? It's very stressful. So what other extracurriculars do you do? Um, I usually 
if I'm not like doing, I do sports and then that's really about it. Sports. So, what sports are you playing this year? This year, I am going to be playing basketball and softball. Okay. And I sometimes work, um, I practice with Sanjay. Okay. So, what do you do at work? When I work, I make coffees, other drinks, and I make food. Yeah. Nice. Are your bosses, are your managers understanding? Not really. <laughs> Is your schedule flexible? Mm. No. Well, that must be really hard trying to work with sports and your work schedule. <laughs> yeah. <man. laughs> okay. Well, wish you good luck in this year with work and sports. Trying to juggle that. Now I'm here with Hannah Seacott. So Hannah, what do you do for work? Um, I work at Ted's Pizza. It's a pizza place in Rutland. Nice. <laughs> How often do you work? Um, I work um, like two or three times a week, and it's mostly on weekends, but after practice too. So what do you do at work? Um, I work up front, and I work in the back for uh, spinning pizzas. So, is it stressful balancing work and school and other extracurriculars? Very, very, very stressful. Yeah, no, yeah. it's awful. It's yeah. Sad. Do your teachers give you a lot of homework? Uh, yeah, too much. Yeah. And, like, I have no time to do it. <laughs> so, what other extracurriculars do you do? Um, I play soccer and basketball. Are you planning on working through the whole year? Yes. Um, and are your bosses understanding of your busy schedule? Um, most of the time, like they try to work around it, but there are some days where it just doesn't work out mm -hmm. and yeah. And I don't want to get fired, so I just kind of go with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, good luck with balancing all of that this year. Thank you, Hannah. All right. Thanks. <laughs> I'm here today with Angelo. <laughs> so, Hi, Angelo. Hello. <laughs> what do you do you for work? No, this is fine. Go. I need you. Okay. you Go. What do you do for work? I work at Price Chopper at the front end. Okay. What do you do? Like, when at work? <laughs> I check people out at the register and I take them. <laughs> okay. He takes their money. <laughs> takes their money. <laughs> so, how often do you work? Like four or five times a week, probably. Nice. So is it, is it stressful trying to balance work and school and any other extracurriculars? Obviously. Well, obviously. <laughs> Do your teachers give you a lot of homework? No, not right now, but they will. Yeah. Oh, They're kind of unpredictable. Yep. Oh, yeah. We're juniors. That's going to happen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what other extracurriculars do you do? Yes. Yes. Band, yes. We are mm -hmm. Jazz band, rock lab. I'm gonna do studio art at some point. That's basically it. Do those take up a lot of time? Oh, I'm not even doing art, so no. Does your music take up a lot of time? Yeah, you have to practice. Yeah. And for performances or something. Yeah. Are your managers understanding of your busy schedule? Are they flexible about when you work? I'd say so. 
Yeah? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Okay. Well, good luck Jesus. with okay. your work. Office. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> hey, so I'm here with Cadence Cardi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so, Cadence, what do you do for work? I work for Riley Services in Killington, Vermont. Okay. Uh, how often do you work? Um, I work, like, every day, honestly. Like, maybe one day on the weekend I won't, I won't work. Okay. So, what do you do at work? Um, so, I go up and I clean, like, rental homes in Killington, and I also manage the books. So, I run payroll and do invoicing, um, receive payments that sort of stuff. Uh, is it stressful trying to balance work and school? Um, yeah, it can be. Um, I kind of have a light school load right now, but next semester will probably be more stressful. Mm -hmm. Are you doing any extracurricular activities? Um, no, I'm not. So are your managers understanding of your schedule? Yes, very. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Cadence, for talking with yeah, us thank today. You for me. <laughs> so I'm here interviewing uh, Mr. Patton. Hello. Hello, Brendan. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing all right. A little tired today, but hanging in there. Awesome. First question. What did you do in the Coast Guard, like on a day-to-day? -day? Oh, uh, well, I was on a, a Coast Guard cutter called the Nantucket out of Key West, Florida. And uh, basically, when we got underway, uh, most of the time we were dealing with migrant ops. So um, when folks would try to make the crossing to the U.S., we would try to, to intercept them, and, and uh, sometimes they were actually happy to see us because they didn't have any water, and they were very close to dying. Um, so sometimes people were not happy to see us, and then other times people were happy to see us. Awesome. All right. Second question. So uh, you used to live in New York City, right? Yes. Did you like New York City or Vermont more? I guess it depends on the part of my life. I liked um, living in New York and having that experience and going out and being able to experience all the different cultural things that were out there. Um, but then after a while, I, I, I got married and we had a baby and, uh, and then the housing is outrageously expensive there. Oh, so yeah. just to get another place that would have another room, that would have cost uh, enormous amount of money probably would have to move out somewhere and have a terrible commute so it made a whole lot more sense to come back to Vermont where we can enjoy the great outdoors more yeah I would have been having to make big bucks become a politician yeah yeah it's kind of you do have to either kind of either have a really high salary or else uh, live with a bunch of roommates in an apartment that would have been fun with the family yeah, I mean, so, yeah, when you're young, that you might not mind that, but then when you get older and you have a family, you, you don't want to do that anymore. Nice. All right, question three. What was the big brain idea to become a teacher after the Coast Guard? Um, well, I, when I was an undergraduate, I started to uh, study literature, and I became interested in it. And then it, it was kind of a 
uh, a long journey because if I had been smart, then what I should have done is I should have taken the education classes right when I was an undergrad too, mm -hmm. but I didn't do that, so uh, I had to end up going back to grad school later on, and uh, like I said before, I taught at the college level for a while, but, uh, but that was only on a part-time basis, so you, you need something full-time, and yeah. uh, so I ended up going back to graduate school the second time so I could be certified to teach 7 through 12. Hey, there you go. All right, next question is, uh, how many acres is your yard? Oh, um, the, we just bought a house. We haven't moved in yet, mm. and I'm not sure what the acreage is. Oh, that's unfortunate. You know, you got to learn that stuff. You never know when someone's just going to walk up and be like, hey, how many acres is your yard? <laughs> I, I suppose that's a good point. But um, I'll have to ask Adana. I'm sure she'll know. Mm. So, like, you living in the woods or, like, more in, like, the suburban area? Oh, in Rutland. Oh, there you go. Mm. All right, Mr. Patton. Thank you for letting me bother you during your free period. No, not a problem, Brendan. I'm here to help you guys. All right, thank you. What's up, West Rutland School? This is Mrs. Audette. And Connor Riley. And we're here with some news around the school. First up, we'd like to thank the administration for all of their hard work during this first month of school. It's been crazy, and without them, we don't know what we would have done. We'd also like to say that there will be no school October 8th because of in-service and October 11th because of Indigenous Peoples Day. A special shout-out goes to the Cory Valley Bass Fishing Team, who took first place out of 33 boats in the VPA Classic. Way to go, guys! We'd also like to thank everyone for showing so much school spirit at our homecoming. As a reminder, Proctor will be having their homecoming October 9th. Hope to see everybody there. With that, stay safe, West Rutland School, and we'll see you next month.